no, no pundit on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Dumb and dumb, I'd call Yes, hello, and welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> what an intro. Starting well. <laughs> welcome Off to a fire. <laughs> welcome uh, back. <laughs> welcome back to the 40 Yard Switch. This is episode 75. Uh, as always, my name is Jasper Woodson, alongside me, Wilbur Coon Lukes. How are you, mate? Yeah, going well. <laughs> Going very well. Uh, a, a bit of a milestone episode. Yeah, uh, a three-quarter century. <laughs> three-quarter century. <laughs> Not a quarter century, like I said off air. <laughs> uh, yeah, 75 big ones in the book, and here's to a few more. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oath, mate. <laughs> uh, once, not watching a game live this time, but once again, you found us in a bit of a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame there's no more early games. It's such a shame. You see all the sucks. memes on Twelve Man tweets about like the nah, <laughs> no, no more like t- ten a.m. Uh, eleven eleven a.m. to ten p.m. games. True. It's like Pep Guardiola being like, "We cannot replace him." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And they like, they just have the same videos. Yeah. That they use for every different <laughs> yeah, situation. So funny. What's that video of like Vince McMahon, like the WWE guy, being like, "He was special." <laughs> <laughs> So uh, if any if any other football fans out there aren't following the Instagram account Twelfth Man Tweets, you should get on it because that shit is funny. <laughs> it's so good. The um, <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna do it actually. No, no, Let's no, move no, on. No. <laughs> Take a look at your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a failure. Well, there was this one who was like, um, P- I think I told you about this earlier today. It was like PSV's um, board every time Cody Gakpo scores a goal and adds on another 5 million euros to the price yeah. tag. And it's like this American coach being like, send me my money. <laughs> Cody Gakpo is a good, uh, good segue. segue. There we go. Wow. <laughs> Where we start? Oh, that's the first group, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that brings us to, brings us to group A. Um, uh, it is finalised. Uh, the Netherlands and Senegal are going through. The Netherlands are going through off the back of a win and two draws with Cody Gakpo, aforementioned, scoring in all three with his left foot, his right foot, and his and a header. Oh, really? Yeah. Hectic. Yeah, he's just been ridiculously good. Um, he's the James Rodriguez of 2014 this time around. I mean, you, you got to say that they, they're also sort of missing a nine a little bit in the Netherlands. He's played, it's funny thing is he doesn't start up front for them, though, which is weird. Yeah. He starts in midfield. Yeah. He's just that, he's just that impactful. I mean, being that impactful for midfield is pretty impressive. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's going he's gonna, gonna to be drawing um, big funds in, uh, in January. Right? Yeah. Who do you, you reckon is going to go for him? Well, United seem to be the one that people are saying are linked I know Arsenal and United were interested before in the, in the summer window. No one moved. If they can get him, that's huge. I've obviously got the the Dutch connection too. To Eric Ten Hag, yeah. yeah true. I don't know how much yeah. that has. I mean, if he's a, if he's a, if he's a, if he's a dynamic midfielder, Liverpool could could do worse. But I think they're probably saving themselves for Bellingham. True. Um, yeah. I feel like City will get Bellingham. You do, do you? I feel like City will get better. I know you don't like to hear it. Yeah. God damn. But like, yeah. It's just very like Avengers Assemble, isn't it? Um, yeah. With them. But yeah, anyway, 
the Netherlands, I mean, aside from the draw against Ecuador, looked pretty like easily the best team in the in the group throughout yeah, the whole thing. Hundred um, percent. And yeah, Qatar had al- had already gone out before they um they played them in the most recent game. Uh, and yeah, well, Qatar just a very sorry story of their brief World Cup uh, comes to a close. Yeah, it's 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 obviously disappointing for for a home nation to perform that poorly and not have like at least one game where they kind of yeah. Did they score at all? I don't think so. I can't tell off the top. Oh, uh, they might have scored against Ecuador in the first game. No, maybe nah, not. No, nah, they lost 2-0 in the two first nil. game. And they're they, they, pretty sure they lost... Oh, maybe they scored against Senegal. Yeah, they scored one against they scored, Senegal. At least, they scored, at least they scored a goal. Yeah. At least their fans had something to cheer about. Yeah. But yeah, uh, they bow out. Um, and uh, Ecuador go close on the back of... Brilliant performances from Enna Valencia in every game, but just lose out to Senegal, who beat them in the on the final match day, thanks to a very nice volley from Kalidou Koulibaly. Yeah, that was that was a really good game. I was I, I think I watched the second half of that one, um, and yeah, Caicedo um, equalising, um, and yeah, Koulibaly scoring pretty pretty quickly after that. But yeah, that, that was a, that was a great a, finish. Seems to have a knack for scoring on the volley, Koulibaly. Remember his first goal for Chelsea. That crazy like volley from the corner. I can't remember it. It's oh like, no! Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a sick goal. But yeah, they've obviously got a. I mean, they're looking pretty good, Senegal. To, to overcome Ecuador, who were playing quite well, um, was a good effort. They got. Obviously, they don't have Sadio Mane, but. Um, Ismail Assar seems to be, seems to be filling that. I forgot void. Idrissa Ghana Gay played for them. Yeah, um, their midfield is really solid. I think they got Nampalis Mendy as well, the guy who plays for Leicester. True, he's really good. Um, yeah, but yeah. It was, it was good to see Caicedo get a goal. He's obviously going to be very very good moving forward. I don't think he'll be at Brighton for that long. No, he's really really he's really good. good. Um, but yeah. But yeah, um, so Netherlands now will face off against the USA, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And uh, who is, is, I guess that uh, leads us to our next group, because Senegal will play against England. And in that group, England, uh, after looking a little shaky against the US in a nil-all draw that was a bit of a terrible game, uh, dusted off the cobwebs uh, against Wales, winning very convincingly 3-0 in the end, thanks to some... Uh, great goals from the Manchester boys, Rashford and Foden. Yeah. Uh, especially the Foden goal that was worked really well. The, the the Rashford free kick was great, but I do think the keeper probably should do better. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just very much expecting him to go top left. Yeah, um, and makes the movement that way. And as soon as he makes that movement that yeah. way, Rashford sort of Dead put enough right. place into it. But yeah, it wasn't an amazing free kick. It wasn't knuckled. It was no. just kind of like a little bit... Hit like, in the corner, yeah. yeah. And then the second Rashford goal, yeah, terrible. From Danny Ward again, straight through his legs. Oh, yeah. That took a little deflection to... I thought actually Danny Ward played half, like half decently in that game. Oh, did he? He, just, he, he showed up for a few saves. Um, and yeah, I think it's just hard coming in um, for Hennessy. Yeah, he's obviously very good, but had a bit of a brain fart. But yeah, I think Wales. I don't think they were ever expected to go. Even though I think I may have picked them to 
get ahead over the USA. I mean, honestly, after their performance against the USA in match week one, maybe they could have maybe thought that they were going to go through, but the fact that they're just at a World Cup for the first time in 58 years and scored in a World Cup is pretty impressive. So, yeah, hats off to them. Yeah, they'll be disappointed, though. Yeah, especially to lose to Iran. Yeah, yeah, to lose to Iran. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the way it happens, like conceding too late, losing your keeper, and then... To get beaten three 0 by England, yeah, and then leave the World Cup is obviously going to feel terrible for yeah. for Welsh. But the the Yankee Dankies, the Yankee Dankie Doodles, um, are through uh, and and Kablammy waves man. of bloody cringe U.S. sports media all over my Instagram feed <laughs> coming out of Bleacher. Thanks for nothing, Bleacher Report. You absolute melt. Um, I actually in, haven't seen the goal for this. It's a cross in from the right, and then Christian Pulisic. Like heads it out from like three yards and then gets kneaded like the balls of the stomach by the keeper after he heads it in. Has to go off injured with an abdominal injury. Really? Yeah. And then go, apparently he's rushed to hospital for potentially potential internal bleeding, but he may or may not be fine for the next game. Right, okay. Well, yeah. they're, they're definitely going to need him. Um... And like, to, to be fair... Um, and this is why I was so frustrated with why the fact with why the fact that England didn't beat the USA, or not even to be just looked shit against them, is because the USA again looked so shit against Iran. They scored that one goal, had one or two other half decent chances, and then Iran just bossed like the last twenty minutes, like like was just like knocking on the door, just cross after cross, chance after chance, and the US, to their credit, somehow held on, but like did not look convincing at all, and I, I, I fully expected the Netherlands to outclass them. But to, to USA's credit, they they fought they 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 fought, they fought hard in all their games and only conceded one goal. Yeah, so far. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I, I mean, just just the way that England dispatched of Iran in the opening game, I think as USA, you, you probably want to be I don't know scoring a couple more. Yeah. But I, th- I think, I mean, w- what it now does, I think that result is makes England's group stage campaign look quite quite good quite neat and tidy i reckon yeah like to beat iran who then <clears throat> only lost one nil to usa and beat wales and beat wales two nil to beat them six six two yeah is like it's it's I and mean, then it looks e- pretty good ease past wales as well yeah who have got a lot of good players yeah um yeah i just think yeah who what was what was the starting lineup against the u.s uh it was England? the same as the iran game it was uh because no, didn't Foden start? No, he didn't. It was um, Saka, Sterling, Kane, uh, Rice, Bellingham, Mount, um, Trippier, Shaw, Maguire, Stones, Pickford. But then this game, Walker came in for Trippier. Um, Henderson came in for Mount and Bellingham played as a 10. And then Foden came in for Saka. Rashford came in for Sterling. Okay. Yeah, so Ra- Rashford and Foden started. Yeah, over Saka yeah, and yeah. Sterling. I thought Foden was very, very good. Yeah, I think for, I, for me, I think Foden's good. But the, I, this, and like it was, a commentator said something during the game where it was like Foden loves loves to play in those middle areas and thrives in those middle areas. It's like, yeah, so play him there, fuck Henderson off, play Bellingham next to Rice, and play Saka and Rashford. Yeah, that's yeah. the best team. One hundred percent. I think I think I heard the the SPS commentators talking about that as well. Like. People were saying Foden wasn't having a good game in the first half because he was playing as a winger. Yeah. And then as soon as he came inside, he won the free kick that Rashford scored. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I don't get this obs- this obsession with like having to play... He's too conservative, though. He won't. Yeah. Because, like, 
that that that's a t- like like and like yeah i'm biased but whatever like that team that i just told you like the whatever back four because like the back four is pretty solid but then like rice bellingham foden rashford um kane saka that's a world cup winning team yeah. that that team can take it to anyone yeah yeah i i really want to see what he does with rashford moving forward because it's just so clear to me that rashford is in like you know, a really hot, like... Yeah, and Sterling's looked dead the first two games. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, and, and you that, just have to have Rashford in this zone. Like, yeah, he makes things to. happen. Like, yeah. And, like... And especially now that he's got two goals... Yeah. Like, that's going to be huge in the next game. And, like, it would just be such a stunt in the in Rashford's momentum if he then was dropped for Sterling next game. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, before we move on, I guess we should um, talk now, because, like, the... Um, Group A and B will play each other um, in uh, the round of 16. So Netherlands, USA. Um, probably, I see Netherlands winning that one. Uh, I think the, like USA have been defensively stout and credit to them and they've worked really hard. I just think the golfing class is a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, and I, like they looked good against an England team, but that was an England team that, for some weird reason, was like looked like they were playing at seventy percent like the entire game. Didn't show up, yeah. And I don't think like the Dutch have their flaws for sure. Like they can be a little leaky at the back, um, but like they're very high energy, and I don't see them. I don't see the USL be, USA be able to handle that. I reckon. I reckon it can be very close. I I just think that then it is a high energy, but I think the USA. Oh yeah, a high energy. Too. At, at this point of the tournament, I don't think any game is going to be a blowout. Yeah. But I just think the Netherlands will just have a little bit too much quality. I also do think that the USA going forward, they have that bit of flair. Netherlands are a little bit leaky at the back, and the the fact that like, <clears throat> like the USA's defense isn't that strong matters maybe a little bit less because Netherlands like I mean obviously Gakpo has been very good going forward but apart from that they haven't looked that potent going forward yeah true I just think are you yeah. picking an upset here then <laughs> <laughs> I mean I hate to go with the USA but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Netherlands lose to be honest are you picking that though yeah I'll pick it <laughs> <laughs> penalties extra time um a very left field pick I just I just think it can be very close and like normal time normal time normal right. time uh, I think go- if it goes past normal time I think Netherlands will win I think the Netherlands win it um, 2-1 2-1 yeah in normal time as well I'll say 2-1 the other way alright so England. England, Senegal. This is an interesting game because, like, England are good and should win because the Senegal team doesn't have Mane, but that Senegal team is still very good. Yeah. Um, that being said, I do think England will win. <laughs> um, I just think, like, we've, like, like, the USA game, like, we hit the ground running fast, stalled a bit with the USA game, and then came back well in the second half of the Wales game. Um, I think we generally tend to get better as the tournament goes on. Or at least we have done the last two tournaments, um, and yeah, I think like, this obviously does hinge on if he commits to the, pl- the like playing Rashford, Foden or Saka. It's like splitting hairs, and I don't really care who plays. Um, they're both gonna impact the game really well. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it, it hinges on his lineup. And like, does he is he it, Mount shouldn't play, Sterling shouldn't play, and Henderson shouldn't play. But one of those three, I reckon, will play. 
Um, but I still think we can win. I, I feel like for some reason I feel like this game's got like one nil. Like for some reason I just think it's real cagey and we score like a goal in like the second half and just edge it. Even though we should win by more, we'll probably we'll probably create a fair bit and don't finish anything. Yeah. I mean, I basically agree. I, 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 I think, I think Rashford just has to start, oh, has to, and I would, has to. yeah, I would love to see um, Foden in in the midfield instead of Mount, but we'll see. Who do you reckon? Because I said one of those three is going to start: Mount, Henderson, Sterling. Who do you reckon has the most likely chance of starting? Sterling. You reckon? I think you reckon, even though Rashford was the man of the match of that game. I just, I just think that Gareth Southgate. Very conservative. Yeah. I don't know. I think he'll have something like Germany at the round of sixteen in the Euros in his mind, yeah. you know, where he played very well. But I think we'll win anyway. Honest, yeah. Honestly, I, I think we'll win. I think Senegal have been very good, but I think England have just looked better. Yeah, that's fair. And I'd hundred percent agree that. I, I mean, when we did the preview episode, I was thinking that they weren't looking that good, but they actually look pretty good. I reckon. England, England, England. England. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. they're definitely, apart from the USA game, they're definitely doing a bit better than I thought they would do. Um, but we could still easily cock it up at any point. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to groups so. C and D. Uh, Argentina, like like we predicted in last week last week's episode, the loss to Saudi Arabia meant next to nothing as they went and breezed through the next two games, 2-0, uh, both of them creating far more than the 2-0 scoreline would reflect in both those games as well. Yeah. Um, should have had four or five against Poland in match day three. Um, Mexico game, I've only seen the goals for. That's one of the few games I haven't actually seen the extended highlights of. But I'm assuming they created a lot in that game too. Yeah, I, I watched the second half of it. Um, yeah, they, they created quite a lot. Um, but it was definitely a big, big relief because Messi didn't score until the first goal until like relatively late, maybe like minutes, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, big relief I think because up until that point it was looking after the Saudi Arabia game it was feeling like a bit of yeah like it was gonna happen again. But yeah, like 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 any good team should do, they bounce back straight away from their first loss in three years and have looked pretty solid since. Poland, I'm surprised went through like I, I'm, they. What? Oh yeah, they won against Saudi Arabia, but then they nil all war draw against Mexico and losing to Argentina in the last game. Yeah, and like the only reason they went through is because Mexico conceded a goal to Saudi Arabia, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chesney had made two penalty saves during, uh, during yeah, the. Yeah, that is huge. During, yeah, in two games against Mexico and against. Uh, oh no, sorry, against Saudi Arabia and against. Um, yeah, so if he... Um, actually, what would have happened if he saved that penalty? They would have been... If he didn't save it? Yeah, if he didn't save that penalty. They would the, have had the exact Messi's same, one? Yeah. It would, have, it would have gone down to yellow cards, and I think they still would have gone through on that. True, okay. So, but if Mexico... If he didn't save the penalty and Mexico didn't concede in, like, the 94th minute, or, like, the 86th minute or whatever it was... True. Mexico would have gone through. That's crazy. But see, uh, Mexico have already sacked their manager. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, yeah, I saw. I saw. A, okay, I Mexico. haven't made it out of the group since like the eighties, apparently. Yeah, yeah, they've made it out of the group every year, every World Cup until this time. Mexico. Yeah, yeah, but Poland haven't made it out of the oh, group yeah. since the eighties. Yeah. And also, I saw this uh, Mexican pundit on like CBS or ESPN or something, just like real fired up. It is like that's how good the Mexican team can play. You saw it on display in the third game. 
why the hell were they playing so conservative or set up concert like why the hell was the lineup set up so conservative for the first two games like there's so much t- attacking free-flowing pacey talent in that team mm. and you only let it rip in one game it's too little too late and i'm like yeah essentially yeah like Mex- mexico historically have always been really fun teams to watch and i found it i didn't watch the second i only like i said i haven't barely seen the second game against argentina but the first game against poland i was like what the hell is this like this is not the mexico team that i've grown up watching at world cups yeah usually very up for it yeah. lively but yeah. Santiago Munez play style you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly um, yeah obviously wasn't to be for Saudi Arabia but they but they beat Messi's Argentina and that if, and it, like, you can walk away with your heads held high head held, heads held high yeah I reckon from that yeah I mean they wouldn't have been expecting to get out of the group um, yeah. and yeah to get that scalp would have been huge huge well, um, is, is huge yeah so Argentina will now play in the round of 16 actually I'm going to hold on that one so Poland will play against France who despite chucking all the starters out for their last game against Tunisia and losing uh, still go through top of the group but in actually, second place after <laughs> beating Tunisia and then shockingly beating world number 10 Denmark Australia's very own Socceroos are through to the round of 16 to play Argentina. I did not think I'd be saying that when we did our World Cup preview, previews of Resi. I did not even think I'd be saying that last week. Yeah. It's it's just it's crazy scenes. Um, especially after, you know, what happened against France. I was like, okay. Like, yeah. You know, they've been thoroughly beaten. And looked pretty shit for about 80 minutes of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they obviously... I think in both games they they rode their luck a little bit, but like most teams do that. It's the World Cup. In the it's World Cup. football, yeah. Yeah, they they defended well when they need to, and obviously Harry Sutar's the household name now. Um, yeah, he's going to be highly sought after. People people love him too in Australia now, um, and like two very good goals. Like you like the the in in the in the Tunisia game the cross gets deflected luckily but, but he adjusts well everything apart from that the build up the ball like comes out of defense into the middle of midfield and the guy like i think it's um who's the guy who's got miss juke miss juke yeah he like you yeah, know he touches build, it perfectly it. Yeah, touches it perfectly it. in the midfield and then turns around runs all the way back gets i mean the lucky deflection like i mentioned but then the header is like yeah it's a good adjustment the it's header. a fucking crazy good header and then matt Leckie's goal this morning was if anyone deserves it, it's fucking Matt Leckie. He's 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 got the equal now most uh, appearances in the World Cup alongside Tim Cahill, Bresciano, and Matt Ryan. Yeah, um, yeah, he deserves it for sure. True. Yeah, um, yeah. It was such it was such a good counter attack as yeah. well. And this is not like me trying to like you know knock on the Socceroos because you know or trying to take away the feet that they've got which is incredibly impressive but like they don't play like and they have scored good goals but they don't play like the most exciting brand of football it's it's like low quality a fair bit at times and if Aaron Moy wasn't in the midfield it would be hard to watch at times but what I do think they do well is they defend well and then they bring the team that they face down to their level yeah and then it becomes just a scrap and they get Australian teams in any sport are very good at scrapping yeah so I think I'm not sure if it's a tactical thing or what, but like, are you picking? <laughs> no, I'm not picking. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm just saying, I like what I've noticed in the Denmark game and the Tunisia game, especially in the Tunisia game, because Tunisia looks so good against um, 
Denmark in, in in game week one, and then they look so terrible against Australia. Yeah, and I was like, why is this? And now I've seen with Denmark. It's like Denmark looked okay in the first half, but then again, just couldn't really get anything going in the second half. And it's like, yeah, I reckon somehow Australia just get these good teams, world number ten teams, and I think Tunisia is potentially ranked higher than Australia as well. Just down to their level and scrap it out with them, and like they they've been clinical enough to take. You know, I'd I'd love to know what Australia is like. Big XG big chance conversion rate is because I don't reckon it'd be that high because they don't create a whole host of big chances in games, but they've scored managed to score at least one goal in every game. Yeah, yeah, and and the the goals have been very good. I mean, you know, obviously it's gonna be very very hard to beat Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we can give them a fight. And obviously, when we saw that Saudi Arabia could, you know, did it to Argentina. Yeah. They sat deep and they had 10 minutes where they played well and they got yeah. two goals quickly. And then they frustrated them again. Is this possibly the first and only time every single one of this, every single person in this Australia team is going to play against Lionel Messi? Yeah. That's 100%. wild. <laughs> the people are queuing up for a jersey swap. <laughs> Surely. Um, just quickly on this, um, this France team. France team, yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, who? How many people did they sub out? Well, I think recognised first team players are probably not 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 Coleman. He he's not in there. No, 11. he didn't start first two games. Chouameni, yeah, he started. Konate, Varane, and Kamavinga. Well, Kamavinga isn't in the starting. Kamavinga's not also not a left back. Yeah, what the I hell? Know. I know. I think they might just. And who the hell is Axel Dysal? Yeah, Jordan Vertut. I know who Jordan. They even Vertut. rested Larice. <laughs> yeah yeah that team is just a bit it's a bit of an insult Matteo Guendouzi at left wing yeah nah I'm not about that 26 years like I get you got to rest the I get, average age I get you got to get you got to rest players but it's a, it's a bit insulting if I'm Tunisia and I'm glad they won yeah also annoying for Australia if we didn't get a result but anyway. yeah anyway but they did but we did <laughs> exactly um so, so yes, uh, we've got uh, Argentina versus Australia and France versus Poland. Uh, I think France is going to steamroll Poland because Poland didn't look that good in, in the group stage. And France, when, they, when they're playing their full cohort of players, look pretty good. So um, I, I know I said there's not going to be many blowouts in this game, in the, in the now you're into the knockout rounds, but I could see this being 2 or 3-0. Yeah, yeah, I think France will win too. Setting up an England-France quarterfinal. Tasty game. Tasty game. Uh, Argentina versus Australia. Uh, as much as I like the story that's happened so far for the Socceroos, I do think it ends here. Um, I think I, there's just yeah. I, like, but like, it's a, like we saw how they handled a team of a similar ability like France. If they even let slip concentration for like ten minutes, France scored two goals. Yeah, um, and. They've just like I, I did just say they can they can bring teams down to their level, and I do think it'll be a close game. I don't think Argentina's going to steamroll them because Argentina, you know, can get in their own head, in their own way sometimes. But I do think it's probably got like a like a like a like a two one or a two nil or a one nil on it. Yeah, because Argentina, like, not only these days, one of the reasons they're so good these days uh, compared to previous tournaments and years is they're like very organized at the back now, as well as being free flowing going forward. So I think Australia will have a hard time breaking them down first and foremost. Um, but I feel like they, I feel like they won't need to. I mean, they'll hit them on the break if they score. That's yeah. the only way they score. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Sorry. You, yeah. yeah, I just think Argentina. Like I said, like since that first game week loss, which probably, probably, which probably was a good thing for them. It probably shocked them into being like, all right, we had this massive winning streak, and this is how quickly it can all turn around. And then since then, they've been 
very impressive. Only winning 2-0 in both their games, but very impressive in both those games. So, yeah, I just think I just think it'll be a close game, but I think Argentina edges it in normal time. I'm tipping as well to Argentina win in normal time, but I think it's going to be very close. Yeah. I think Australia just won't be able to like necessarily take their chances they have that as they've done. Yeah, like I said with like the like their low conversion rate or XG whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. But I'm also tipping that there'll be I reckon there'll be some sort of I don't know controversy, controversy like for a VAR Argen- Argentina's thing. goal, I reckon. Yeah, what do you think about Messi's penalty against the like the one he missed the, the way that it was awarded? I, I saw a tweet it was like $10,000 yeah. on the mask because that was not a penalty for me. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. VAR is just the clearest way for like someone to corruption. fix a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the clearest avenue to corruption ever. Because yeah. like you know you can just say, "Oh, come have a look at this," and then, and then be in the earpiece because no one can hear what's going on in the earpiece and just be like, "You have to give this." Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, we're not about to start making that claim, <laughs> but I do think that there'll be. Um, I will be a one 0 win, and it'll be a controversial goal. Yeah. That's, that's my tip. Here we go. It's a very um, outlandish tip. <laughs> it is a little bit, but we'll see. Um, all right, moving on to groups that haven't finalized yet, but will be final. one of them will be finalized after when, when this goes out tomorrow morning. And then the other two will be finalized over the next few days. Um, so, starting with group E. Is that Japan, Spain, Germany, Costa Rica's group? Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Since we last recorded, Spain and Germany played out a one-all draw. Both teams looked... But like we also predicted with Germany, they bounced back and looked pretty decent. Um, yeah, it looked very good against Spain. Um, yeah, it's just two good teams going at it, I thought, that game. Uh, ended one-all. Uh, Japan lost to Costa Rica, which was wild. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, but remember we were watching that game and... Um yeah, Japan were just dominating, and then oh yeah, that was when the the keeper chipped him. Yeah, yeah the keeper yeah, just yeah. all sorts. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that was a weird game. Um, Japan dominated, but like dominated possession, and but like didn't really put try and like go for it with any sort of vigor until like ten minutes to go. Yeah, I think they they sort of felt that it was like a sure thing. Yeah, and then and then. Obviously, terrible pass trying to like come out of defense through midfield went yeah. straight to. And also, I've said this to Uber off air, but uh, in the two games that Japan have played so far, uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu has been on the field for roughly 30 minutes. And in that time, Japan have conceded no goals and scored two. In the rest of the time he's been off the pitch, they've scored no goals and conceded two. So it's a pretty simple mathematical equation, <laughs> if you ask me. Make that what you will. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. It's it's this has been a very good group, yeah, um, and it's going to, going to go down to the wire with Germany being in last place somehow wildly, but very easily could leapfrog Costa Rica and Japan because yeah. so these Spain plays Japan. I mean, and you'd expect Spain to win that game, yeah, and you'd expect Germany to beat Costa Rica pretty comfortably. Um, yeah, but Germany will need Germany will need goal difference to against Costa Rica to because like if Spain and Japan draw because Spain. Are already through with anything less than a win. Oh no, even with a win, their goal difference is crazy. So, um, so yeah, Spain, Spain don't need to win. So if they draw against Japan, Japan will go through unless Germany beat Costa Rica by a number of goals. Yeah, or at least, yeah, at least, at least three. No, at least two goals. I think Spain will beat Japan. Yeah, me too. And I think Germany will put a few past Costa Rica. Yeah, I think it'll sort of. 
even now, like everyone predicted. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, a, but a great moment for Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit disappointed. I would like to see Japan one day go far in a tournament. I hope next time Japan are in a tournament like the World Cup, they've got the sense to start Takahiro Tomiyasu and Matoma and Minamino. Well, yeah, that was when Matoma came on against yeah. Costa Rica, he made the most happen. For and sure. even Minamino like, didn't make as much happen. But like, it's just like you've got these superstars on the bench. Why are they on the bench? And the people that they're coming on for don't look haven't looked very good in the time they've had before yeah. they came on so I don't really understand it from the Japanese coach's point of view but I think that's the thing we I hate to bring it back to England yeah. <laughs> but it seems like a lot of international managers make some dubious decisions yeah. where they kind of like I think with Japan he's kind of picked a bunch of older players and kind of stuck with them a little bit yeah, yeah. but like I don't know for me Takiro Tomiyasu is the best player in that team like footballing ability wise Mm. even if he's not in the team like he's the best Matoma's pretty good but I mean like total like like Matoma's very good but I feel like Tomiyasu like can play multiple positions play multiple positions well is two footed good first touch great passing range I think he's just so he just you can't ha- like, they should both be starting yeah I mean they play different positions yeah they've been Takahiro plays more positions. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, moving on. So the winner of that group will play the. I'm pretty sure the winner of the like the winner of Group E will play the runner-up of Group F. I'm pretty sure if that's following the trend of. Things. Yeah. Yep. So Group F will is if Croatia. Oh, this is another good group. Another good group. On a knife, Serge. Apart from Canada, are already relegated. Relegated out. Um, <laughs> Uh, after losing t- uh, to Croatia 4-1, after scoring the first goal, they got a bit cocky, and then Croatia were like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Alfonso Davies scored the opener, yeah. right? Yeah, his first goal in the World Cup. Um, uh, and then Belgium looked weirdly bad. Um, didn't look good against Canada, but somehow got a win, uh, and then got put to sword by Morocco. Yeah, um, Hakim Ziyech having a resurgence at this World Cup. By the way, love mm. to see it. I like him as a player. I love to see him do well. Yeah, um, it's weird that it didn't work out that much at Chelsea. Yeah, still could. I, uh, I reckon if he leaves, watch him go to whatever club he goes to and start turning it on. Yeah, um, but yeah, so we've got currently Croatia top of that group uh, with a draw and a win. Belgium uh, second, I think. Oh, no, no, Morocco second. Belgium a th- yeah third, and Belgium a third. Well, and they will play. Croatia last, so that all to play for, like you said. Yeah, Belgium, Croatia, Canada, Morocco, and yeah. So we could. So Belgium, yeah, Belgium obviously, obviously have to win, um, but Morocco will beat Canada. So yeah, I think Ooh. I think Morocco is going to go through, and then we'll see with with the other ones. Yeah, who do you think goes through out of Brighton and Brighton, Belgium? <laughs> <laughs> I. Th- I think Croatia will beat Belgium. Yeah. Uh, I think there's just nothing... And the dressing There's just seemed, nothing positive about this Belgium yeah. team. And the dressing room seems to be a bit gone after Kevin De Bruyne's comments and then uh, Vertonghen, like, hit back. Oh, See did that? he? Yeah, so you hear the Kevin De Bruyne's comments, right? Yeah, I heard that. And then Vertonghen yeah. was like, oh, nothing was going wrong for us, but I don't know, maybe we're too old according to some... He said that in a post-game interview right, with Vertonghen, okay. and I'm like, ooh. And then I saw reports about, like, a dressing room bust-up. To be honest, it's a pretty silly thing to say from Kevin De Bruyne oh, yeah, to say absolutely. that the team's too old. Yeah, like, like way to dog you, your bros you like one that. game into the World Cup. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, how about you step up, mate? You haven't played well either. Like, yeah. You, all of a sudden, you're not playing for Man City, like, star-studded lineup, and, and you haven't got all these brilliant people to feed off. 
Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be the best midfielder in the world. Like, act like it and play like it. Yeah, well, I think that, that, that is something as well. He has had a bad World Cup. Yeah. Um, and if, if he wants to cement his spot as, you know, one of the best midfielders of all time, which a lot of people think he is, then it's, yeah, it's not really the performance. Anyway. Um, but yeah, basically Morocco is the story of this group. Yeah. Um, uh, you love to see it. I hope they go through top. That would be cool. I reckon, I, I personally reckon, um, Croatia and Belgium draw. Okay. Um, just because I don't reckon Belgium do enough to win, but I also think they'll do enough to draw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Morocco will go through top. That's what I, that's what I predict. And Belgium will go out. Croatia will finish second. <laughs> yeah. uh, so which would which would make up, yeah. So which you, which would give us a Morocco versus Germany and Croatia versus Spain. But like this, could, this we're not going to give any predictions on those games because uh, <laughs> just really leaping forward into the yeah. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and by the time this uh, morning this goes out, I think. Group group E at least will be done. I'm not sure about Group F. Group E and F will be done. Are they, are they yeah, tomorrow? They're the, they're the two o'clock games and then the six o'clock games. Oh, so that's all happening tomorrow morning. Yeah. Rightio. Um, <laughs> right you are, <laughs> All right, Group H, here we go. Group H. Um, well, no surprises to anyone here. Brazil at top with two wins. So, yeah, currently stands Brazil, six points, Switzerland, three, Cameroon and Serbia on one. Cameroon and Serbia played out possibly one of the games of the tournament in that 3 old draw. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was so good. Such a good game. <laughs> I love that. I can't remember who that right back is, and we, we won't identify him. Oh, it was, uh, it was Milenkovic. Ah, uh, okay, true. Yeah, I will identify him. <laughs> he was wearing pink boots, and he was terrible. <laughs> but basically, Serbia well on top. Um, Abu Bakr comes on. And and Milankovic keeps him on side twice. twice. <laughs> and with his fucking three now, huge three legs. Um, but yeah, that that was definitely one of the games of the tournament for me. That was yeah, it was great scenes. Brazil have obviously looked just incredible. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I, I think this is going to finish Brazil one, Switzerland two. I think Brazil beat Cameroon, and I also think Switzerland beat Cam- Switzerland beat Serbia. Serbia have looked decent at times, but. They also have looked not so good at times. And Switzerland, I think, is just a better team. Well, yeah, I think Mitrovic has scored some goals, but in especially in that Cameroon game, he should have scored more, yeah. 100%. And also Vlahovic is like nowhere to be seen. I don't know what's going on with him. I think he's been injured. Right, but he played the first game. Uh, he started the first game. True. Yeah. Yeah, Mitrovic has been subpar. But yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that Brazil and Switzerland will go through there. Yeah. Which would set up um, a game against a group that is wide open still. Uh, this, 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 uh, Portugal, I think, are already through. Two wins from each. But after that, uh, it's anyone's business because Ghana are on three points, South Korea are on one, and Uruguay are on one. And I'm pretty sure Ghana play Uruguay. Yeah, yeah, because because Ghana played South Korea last. Yeah, um, and that was again oh, great game, an, yeah. an incredible game where. Who was yeah? Ghana was up two one, two nil, two nil, and then South Korea came back two all, and then Ghana won. Yeah, yeah, three two. Um, wait, what are we saying here? So we so do wait, we reckon? So, wait, do so we reckon Ghana, South Ghana's playing Uruguay? Yeah, yeah. Um, do we reckon there's any scope for South Korea to cause an upset against an already qualified Portugal? 
that would really throw a spanner in the works for this group. I think it depends. I mean, they, I think Ronaldo maybe doesn't start to rest him. True. Um, but that, if anything, that makes Portugal better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I could see it, given that Portugal have less to play for um, and South Korea have played very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it is a bit hard to see, especially just the way Bruno Fernandes is Do you playing. see Uruguay beating Ghana? I see Uruguay could potentially be in Ghana. Yeah, I could see that. I think they've they've been unlucky. There's hope for Sonny yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Uruguay looked very good against Portugal, um, but obviously just couldn't get it done. In for selfish end. Arsenal reasons, I want Guyana to go out so Thomas Partey doesn't get injured. But yeah, I basically I basically do see it as Portugal and Ghana going through though. You reckon? Yeah. Even with Uruguay beating them? Well, you don't think Uruguay going to beat them? No, I said they could beat oh, they them. Could beat they them. could beat them. I think Uruguay will beat them. Okay. I, I, th- I, think, Ghana, I think Ghana will win. I think Uruguay, they, they've looked good, and I, sw- I think it could go either way, but yeah. I just think that Ghana probably edge it. Rematch of the 2010 World Cup controversial. Oh, true. Yeah. Who's going to handle That's it on the huge. line this time? <laughs> well, so, Suarez is still playing, though. He could easily come on and do the same thing over and over again in his last ever World Cup. True. Imagine. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> the scenes. So basically, that would set up Brazil versus... Ghana or Uruguay or Korea. <laughs> <laughs> basically, Portugal versus Switzerland. Um, yeah. And, and then Brazil versus... Who knows? <laughs> and then Brazil are just flying past whoever they play. Yeah, they'll be any one of those three teams. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, anyway. Um, so by the time... That'll happen on Saturday morning. So this episode will be live by then. So you will be able to... Those who listen in on the first day will be able to get in for our predictions on that. Um, and then the day after the bloody round of 16 starts, which is crazy. Yeah, Australia have a three-day turnaround before they play against Argentina. Um, yeah. This is brutal, but that's tournament football, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose everyone's everyone's got it, hey. But uh, England get an extra day. We, England, we played before Australia and oh, yeah. stuff, didn't we? The fixture flipped and we get an extra day. It's fucking sick. I love it. <laughs> It's so weird. I'll yeah. take what I can get. That might work in the Aussies' favour. Yeah. Ride, ride on more, the high. A bit more, more dogging them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah. I think that concludes everything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty thorough, I reckon. <laughs> Jumping all over the place. Um, no, we sort of methodically worked our way through Um... Just, 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 just circle back to the soccer just because it's a great story. Um, who do you, like outside of Harry Suter, Do you reckon there's anyone else who's like knocking on the door to play to sign for a like a top t- level high, sign? Like uh, Lecky, no, because he only just just went back to Melbourne City, um, and I think you know he's 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 thirty plus. I think he's done his time mm. in Europe. Aaron Moyes at Celtic, I don't think he's going anywhere, but I think he's made a case to be... Mitch Duke. Mitch Duke's played very well. In the Japanese second division. He's going <laughs> to go somewhere. Well, he could go up. He yeah. could go up a little bit. I think he's played very well. I think well. the only player that's really showing that he could make a big move in Europe is Harry Sutar. Mm. Aaron Moy? Too old. He's, I think he's I think he's happy. This. He's only just signed for Celtic, yeah, I reckon. Too. And he's only just breaking into the... Because there was an... Apparently, I think Marco of... The JBG NBA tribute show um, was explaining to me uh, that 
um, he was playing for Celtic, but was like their sec was like their rotational centre midfielder, and then the starting centre midfielder got injured, and he played in the lead up to the World Cup. He played like he started like five games straight, and like got better and better. Okay, true. One of those games, so I think he's like he's, he's like slowly regaining form and could be decent for that Celtic side. Yeah, um, I think Matt Ryan could maybe try and find a a better club because he seems to he's playing somewhere random now. I think with Matt Ryan. <sighs> just didn't work out for him at Copenhagen. I don't think he played very well no, there. He I, did. I, yeah. I don't think he'd get a move after this. He's no. a bit like on the... He's hot and cold, yeah. Um, we haven't really gotten to see the likes of Mobile or Garen Cole. Garen Cole obviously signed for Newcastle. I don't think he's going to play for Newcastle anytime soon, though. I think he's probably going to get sent out on loan a few times. Yeah. Um, I think... Um, Riley McGree's played very well. Mm. I, think he's, I think he's currently playing at Middlesbrough, so it's hard to see going any higher than that. Yeah, I think Aziz Behic has been very good. I don't know who he plays for, but Aziz Behic could be a serviceable left back in a top five league, I reckon. Yeah. Who does he? Yeah, who does he play for now? No idea. Anyway, quick Google. Aziz Behic plays for. I do like him. I was watching him today. He's, yeah. he's thirty-one. He plays um, Dundee. Ah, oh, plays in the. He'll be playing against Darren Moy. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, Harry Sutar, I could see, maybe not the, I think he plays for Stoke now, the championship, so maybe not the Premier League just yet, but soon, I think he's, he's on the right trajectory. Yeah, I reckon we could be, apparently there has been interest from Everton before. Yeah, I Harry think there's a couple Suter. other clubs are interested now too, I think his yeah. price tag's around 35 million, which is pretty impressive for an Australian player. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you, Harry. Yeah, he deserves it. Like he's 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 a very sort of traditional centre back mold. Tall, wins everything in the air, hard in the tackle. Um, I haven't really, I I wouldn't I I've only haven't I've already seen small bits, but um, he seems to not be amazing with his feet, but um, I'm sure that's coachable. Well, he's only like 24, right? Yeah. Yeah. Born in Aberdeen. Ah, good to play for Scotland, but didn't there you he? Go. God, he's got to. But yeah, there's always there's always a market for centre backs that are that tall. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Like, he's good. I think he's good enough with his feet, and yeah. And that's one thing that Australia probably is decent at producing centre backs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if Sean Dyche gets a gig in the Premier League again, he's a player he'd look at, I reckon. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> Very much in that mould. But anyway, uh, we digress. It's nearly eleven o'clock, and we've got to go to bed. And um, by the time you see us next time, wait, let's skip ahead to the next Wednesday or Thursday or whenever we get a chance to record next. Sometime next week. Bear with me. Yeah. It, the games that will be... Oh, they're only showing up too. Oh, anyway. Uh, it'll be roughly semi-final time, I think. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe the end of the quarters. So yeah, time will fly, but uh, until then, uh, hopefully playing more good football and the, and the, and the games start to heat up, um, and yeah, knockout football, baby, how good. Go Three Lions. Uh, go the Three Lions, uh, here's hoping the Socceroos can do something against Argentina, and we're out. <laughs>